What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, episode 36. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Bryce DeWitt. How are you going, dude? I'm pretty wonderful. You are wonderful yourself. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, today on the show, we're going to be... Uh, this is going to be a more light-hearted discussion on... Uh, just whatever Nintendo, I think. Uh, the last couple of weeks has been uh, pretty full on for Bryce and I, uh, with the Easter long weekend working in hospitality in a uh, small beach town. A lot of uh, a lot of tourists, a lot of tourists, and uh, many tourists. Yeah, so that was our weekend, and that's why we unfortunately missed last week's episode. But we are sorry about that. And uh, I was actually like, when Bryce and I were talking about, it, I said, "Oh well, you know, no one's going to notice. <laughs> it's it's okay." But uh, yeah, we had a few people that actually did notice. Yeah, we had uh, in the uh, di- our Discord community, uh, which the, you should join, by the way. Yes, the House of Mario. We had Metadox and JDP Cart eighteen. Uh, they come up and said, "Oh, where's the episode?" And now that that actually made my day. It really did, guys. Thank you so much. Like, yeah. well, holy shit, if someone actually notices. We're not just <laughs> we're not just putting this out into the void for. Um, no one to say. No one to say. At least, uh, at least we know two people are listening, <laughs> yeah. which is fantastic. I'm, I'm happy with that. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Hey, look. You know, opening up the Discord, checking notifications, and seeing something like that. You know, gives us a reason to, you know, want to keep going and do that type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're not in the Discord community, jump in. Um, we're more than happy just to talk about games, Nintendo, life. I don't know, whatever, whatever. No. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because I'm sure you don't have enough Discord communities as yeah, it is. Well, I mean, you want to see my lists? <laughs> yeah, mine's actually pretty tame. I've got probably um, two others that I'm in regularly, like checking. I have. I have to scroll. <laughs> you have to scroll. Yeah, I have to scroll my bar. I actually don't yet. It's that's yeah. what happens when something is free and completely accessible and takes two seconds to sign up and yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just just join it. That's the moral of the story. Just the moral of the story. Yeah. So this week we don't have a we don't have a guest. We don't have a like a big topic to cover for uh the whole show. But I, I just want to talk about pretty much what we're playing and sort of naturally move on from there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So have you been playing anything in particular you would like to start off with? Well, uh, I mean I'm playing Bayonetta one at the moment again. Uh oh yeah, you picked up yeah, Bayonetta two on Switch, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. And it's it's really good. Mm. You know, it, I think it performs better on the Switch than it did on the Wii U, which is which is great news. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um but uh, amongst that, you know, I also went on a bit of a, a bit of a chunking spray. Uh just dumped a bunch of cash on the eShop and went went for a run. Right. Yep. Picked up picked up a couple of things, you know, Blossom Tales, picked up Mummy Demastered and stuff like that. Yeah. Have uh, you um played much of Blossom Tales yet? <clears throat> no, I haven't. I have not. Yeah. Uh I know you I know you I know you highly recommend it, but I got to the ceremony at the start and then couldn't figure out where to go after that and I had to get ready for work and I'm like, Alright, okay. I'll put it down. I'll come back to it later. Yeah. Yeah. That's as far as I've gotten. But I, I, I see I see uh you, when you were discussing it a while back, I, I, I see what you mean by the charm of it, of like, you know, a grandfather telling a story mm. and the kids sort of interrupting and saying, yeah, something like that come up in the start already. And I was like, Ooh. yeah, I like how they play with it. Sort of like, no, no, th- that didn't happen. <coughs> it was like this granddad. And that goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I, I thought it was really cool. Mm. But, um, you know, obviously I've got a lot more to see yet. So, yeah, mm. come on with that. So, um, you're starting off with Bayonetta 1, you're going to play through that, then go to 2. Uh, I started playing Bayonetta 2 a little bit beforehand, and this is something that happened to me uh, this week, which really sucked, but I had a uh, old micro SD, and I was just like, you know what, I've got no room in my Switch left, I need to I need to put in an SD. Uh, I've been holding off buying a card for a while, which I really shouldn't do, but I did, so <laughs> whatever. Uh, I put it in, I started downloading things, I had to go out for dinner, I came back, and the card had corrupted itself. And then I'd actually figured out that every time I went over a certain amount in my uh, micro SD card, it would just automatically corrupt everything. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, I, I stuck playing Bayonetta two for a couple of hours that night, and then following day I went and grabbed a new new card and uh, re-downloaded Bayonetta one, and I'm going through that again. Hmm. I've already finished it before, but you know, for for, for the sake of playing hmm. through it, I felt like hey. I've, 
I'll play through it before Bayonetta two. Yeah, because I bought I bought the uh, uh, Bayonetta two when it came out on Wii U back when it came out with uh, both one and two in the same collection. Yeah, and uh, I played a bit of Bayonetta two. I never. I think I just played it literally once for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. So I played it in like one big slog. And I just never got back to. It. I don't know why. Probably problem we all have it's <laughs> just not getting it, it's just a backlog thing you know you go this game's alright and then you look at something and you're like ooh shiny <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. it's 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 the same sort of thing the thing is though is like I really liked Bayonetta 1 and I thought it was a fantastic mm. game yeah. uh, so on Switch is it just a port of um the 360 version or is it upped a bit or I actually think it might be a port of a port <laughs> port of the Wii U version yeah oh but was the Wii U version um upped from the 360 version no i don't think so yeah so so it's a port of a port of a port 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 port, port. <laughs> port, uh, port. the reason i say port of the wii u version is because of the exclusive costumes and stuff like that i would imagine it was just easier for them to port the wii u version again yeah well there's no reason there's nothing wrong with it but no 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 i was just curious Absolutely. yeah uh, it runs it runs really well on the switch and he, like in handheld mode it's nice and you know you know I, I really like bayonetta so i don't have too much of a problem what if there was an issue with it but nothing will ever be as bad as the abysmal abysmal ps2 release bayonetta had yeah, yeah. uh so <laughs> I, I don't think I, I don't think i was too worried when i was purchasing it mm. you yeah. know they should have uh, ported the ps3 version just oh god yeah all right yeah okay no 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 <laughs> uh and give you major deaths there for that one. Absolutely not. But what about you? What about you? Um, I've been. I haven't played much on Switch at all. But um, one thing that is also on Switch is uh, I finally got around to playing um the Telltale Batman game. I've only played episode one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm I'm not a huge Batman guy, but I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Like um, it's got a lot of quick time events, which you would expect from Telltale games, but it's really action focused. Uh, well, yeah, it'd have to be, surely. Yeah, and uh, like, you know, a lot, a lot of gamers just hate um, quick time events. But I, I, I thought it really um, drew you into like the fight scenes. Like you're watching a, you're watching a movie. Like, oh, oh, this is like it's fun. It's getting your adrenaline up. But when you're actually like having to press buttons in times and move stick left to right, to dodge punches, I thought it was really good. Um, I'm really interested where the story is going. Um, apparently. Uh, if you're a Batman fan, it really um, mixes things up. Right. But I don't know jack shit about <laughs> Batman, um, Batman, so I'm not going to get any of that. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm playing that on PlayStation, actually, not on Switch. And I just want to, I want that to lead into uh, a discussion about uh, some Switch uh, game pricing on the eShop. So, Season 1 of Telltale's Batman is $62 on Switch. Yeah. Which, uh, when when that originally came out, and I went and checked it, because I, I wanted to get it on Switch. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that game launched everywhere else for $45 Australian. And it's 62 whatever, um, yeah, on Switch. And not to mention that it's on sale all the time, especially now because it's a you know, year or two old. I'm not sure how old it is. Yeah, it's yeah decent age. Yeah, so it was free on PlayStation Plus. And you, <laughs> yeah. you can pick it up for $10 at the moment on sale on the PlayStation. And Xbox and PC is probably similar. So I'm just... Uh, I'm just... Uh, want to have a discussion about... Um, yeah, sort of some Switch games that come out from smaller developers or whatever. And it's the prices in line. Or sometimes it's even cheaper. It's weird. But yeah. it's, there's some uh, instances <laughs> like that where it's like way over. Uh I mean, before we started the episode, I, w- I said I wanted to talk about the eShop briefly anyway, so this works out just fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the the thing is, is like I said, I dumped a bunch of money and I bought a bunch of games and because I love the eShop. I've loved it on, you know, 3DS and the Wii U as well. Uh, my 3DS is chock-a-block full with eShop stuff, uh, including, like, full-price games. That I was just like, man, I want to play that. So I bought like Fire Fire Emblem Awakening Digital and stuff like that. Mm. And I, I'm going the route of it slightly with the Switch, but I feel like storage is a bit more of an issue. Um, yeah, for sure. So I was looking at um, when it was on sale, Resident Evil Revelations 2. I'm like, oh, I've got a bit of credit to spend and, you know, it's $22. So it'll end up costing me probably $7 or whatever. 
and like <laughs> go into it. It's like twenty three gig. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's way too big. Yeah. I, I've got a I've got a huge um, SD card. I've got hundred and no two hundred and fifty six gig SD card, and I've got the room for it. But like, oh, even then, I'm like, oh, that's still <laughs> yeah, that's still a lot of room. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it just it's it sort of more or less begs the question as to why that can fit on a micro SD, but they didn't put that in the switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I would assume it's due to stability reasons. So I'm not I'm not going to harp on about it too much. You know, uh, the more data you get on the smaller of a card, the more unstable it is. It's not uh, mm. full fledged. That's why all the uh, saves are saved on like primarily the system memory. Oh, you can only put them on the system memory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's that's why they've done that. Uh, anyway, um, so we were talking about pricing. Um, it is it is strange. There is some games that are perfectly fine on the pricing, and then there's some that are just ridiculously pfft, like take take Attack on Titan two as a primary example. I think that was one that caught everyone's attention. It was like yeah, right, yeah, hundred and ten dollars. That's a lot of money. Then wasn't the special edition uh, one fifty? One fifty. One fifty. Why one hundred and ten? That's huge. I don't know. I, I'm not even interested in buying the game. I didn't play the first one. But when I look at it, I just go, God, that was a big controversy because it's the most expensive full-fledged game on the eShop. Like, to be honest, I don't know how much it was on is on PlayStation or Xbox or Steam. Most, uh, the thing is, is if you walk into EB Games right now and you see anything come from Japan, it'll, it'll start off at a base price of 99. Mm. Uh, some cases, like Monster Hunter World, for some reason, EB Games has 110. Everywhere else, yeah. it's got it for 79. So God knows why that is. Uh, it it just I don't know. I think it it begs the question because there was like a whole thing going around. It was like a, a mini conspiracy where it's just like the <laughs> the the Nintendo tax hike, where they're kind of just like, you know, maybe maybe Nintendo demand more mm. coming from their store in terms of cash value or something like that. Yeah, because it it's, it's it was a huge or still is a huge issue. Oh um, yeah, because as consumers, we don't I don't want to be going. And paying twice or a third more. On, oh, hell no! On Switch, just like I, I do understand in in this case, like Telltale's case, I do, I do get that um, them going. Okay, we've got to move it to Switch. Costs money, time. You know, like it's it's not free. Like they're yeah, it's not free for them mm-hmm. to do it. So, but even then, charging forty five where it's you know usually on sale elsewhere. I thought that. Well, answered out. Yeah, that's that's where the again though that's where like the thing the thing comes into question as to whether the reason they're putting the the price is higher on Switch is because they're paying more monetary mm. value for them to have those games on there, mm. or whether it's you know I I personally don't think it's I don't think it's fair if they're doing it they're obviously doing it for a reason and that's fine yeah. I guess but uh, the thing is is like if you want people to buy your game on Switch you got you got to treat it the same way right yeah and it'd be the same way if we were talking about PlayStation mm. and like, they were doing the yeah. same thing like I mean they wouldn't have made their money back by making it more expensive because that game never entered the top 20 on the eShop charts no it didn't because it's too expensive because <laughs> I noticed it dropped right out it didn't even chart in the first week no it didn't no mm. the, the thing is is like these developers they're like hey we need to raise the price on this and mm. you know maybe Nintendo is charging them more to have the, their stuff on the eShop sure but what's the point if it's not selling yeah do you know what I mean yeah I feel like especially if you've got if you're a Switch owner, you probably have an Xbox or a PlayStation or a PC. You probably got one of those. You'd have to have one of those things, right? Yeah, and you probably have an iPhone or an Android phone that can also run it. Literally. So, so yeah. you, you've got at least probably two other options where you're like, okay, I'll get it there because it's probably like $40 cheaper. We're, <laughs> we're in the era where phones can run games like PUBG or Fortnite or something like that nowadays. It's like a big big open area with no loading zones and stuff like that sure it doesn't look the fucking greatest at all but do you know do you know what i mean it's it's like we got to keep up with that market as well um Mm. in terms of like they've got games like that that are completely free to play Mm. um don't have to go that far just don't um no i know if it was if if the game was 60 dollars everywhere it's like okay the game 60 that's what they're charging Mm -hmm. but the game was out for probably see i don't know exactly but let's just say six months yeah and then it comes out and switch and i was like oh cool telltale like i really like telltale games 
I'm keen for this Batman game. Then it came out, it was like $62. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, shit. And like, yeah. in, uh, like, in my personal opinion, I'd rather see... I, I understand that like Batman was their platforming branch, but it would have been great to see like a Telltale collection of games of some kind. Yeah, that's as, the, as their first entry. That's a good point. You could get the collection for probably thirty. Yeah, if you wait for a sale, or I don't know how much it is standard, but look, I would have loved to have seen like Walking Dead on there as a collection, for example, because and we were talking about it uh, not yesterday, day before, day before, whenever we were coming home from work. Um, that like uh, the Walking Dead was fantastic. Loved the shit out of that game. It was it was so good, and I'd love to play it again. And I'd absolutely love to play it on Switch. Yeah, but you know, if they're going to charge me sixty dollars, I'd rather just launch it launch it on my PC. Yeah, <laughs> I I know I know that's like, hey, you're rebuying a game again, so you're wasting money anyway. And then I'm like, well, not not if it's cheaper. Mm. Not if it's cheaper, but because it's 60-odd bucks, it's not worth my time. Yeah. Like, probably another example, which is... Well, this is no in nowhere the same boat, but, like, when um when Doom gets ported, like, oh, sweet, Doom on a portable system, that's fucking sick. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. Yeah. And it comes out for full price, which is fair enough. They've put so much work into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, it does make it hard when you go into uh, Steam or whatever, and it's $8. <laughs> It does. It, it, that makes it hard. It, yeah. And look, like I, I do understand that, and I'd love to support Bethesda, and you know, I, I'd love to support them more because they're they're putting a lot into this. I, mm. uh, it, it is, it is hard because I have most of those games on my PC already. Yeah. Uh, I have Wolfenstein, which is coming out later this year. Yeah. See, I've uh, I've saved my Wolfenstein two uh, purchase for the Switch for Switch yeah. because I. I bought Skyrim because I hadn't played Skyrim. I still haven't really played Skyrim. I put it in and <laughs> loaded it onto the system and sort of done the first sequence. But that's all I've done on Skyrim. Yeah. But I want to. I want like because Bethesda's stepping behind it, and putting full fledged, awesome, like oh yeah, two hundred hour games on it. And, they like, are putting work in, <laughs> especially when I saw Wolfenstein Two. Like shit, that's a game that came out last year. That- and when they announced that, it wasn't even they hadn't released it yet. No, yeah. So they they're really backing the thing. So yeah, th- save your purchase for it. Yeah, yeah. But that that's what I'm like with Doom. I'm I'm kind of like I need to go back and play mm. Doom, and I wanted to play Wolfenstein. Yeah, in more of my setting. I guess more of my issue with uh, Doom was I actually I got it on PlayStation. I just I tried to really push through it. I'm like I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only person in like our friend group who says that and I'm like oh I guess it's just not for me like I don't it's not bad by any means I'm just sort of like it's not really scratching an itch I thought I had I thought I had an itch for just like getting in and shooting stuff but I, I think I think the appeal of this Doom I think the appeal of this Doom is more about the fights like the boss battles yeah because they're really they're really like mechanic based and they, they kind of test your ability to keep shooting but also keep moving and you know moving in creative ways or using weapons in creative ways to do your damage and mm. stuff like that uh, whereas like uh, it is uh, doom it, doom is essentially just room to room like outside of that it is just room to room clearing you know yeah. it, it's it's nothing like ultra special yeah um yeah. Uh, it does it does follow similar conventions to wolfenstein however uh but wolfenstein's got more of a story to it do you know what i mean oh yeah it's got. I think it's got probably hundred percent more of a story. Well, it does. Yeah. Um. It it depends. Like, uh, if you want to go back and play through the other ones, or whether you just want to read a synopsis or not. But yeah, you know, uh, it, in the end, that that game is gonna. I I think that's gonna be a freaking fantastic game, and it's great to see like that's coming onto the system. Yeah. She's um, speaking of Wolfenstein too. They actually uh, shown footage yet. Don't know what PAX it is, but there's a PAX on in America at the PAX moment. East. It's East, yeah. They they so. they shown footage for that and uh, Firewatch, I think. I think Firewatch got announced for Switch as well. Oh, did it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how interested I am in. Have you played Firewatch? I haven't. No. Uh, but I, I hear. Look, I hear it's really short, and, and you know, it's not too short. Like, um, if you get it for the right price for however you, however much you want to spend on a game, it will last you four hours and yeah that's what I mean it's like three yeah. four hours because when it first came out it was $30 I'm like 
Okay, maybe not thirty dollars. No, yeah, yeah, that's my. But issue. then it was on sale for twenty fifteen. About I'm like, okay, that's more. That's that's that's, that's more a, reasonable. That's, that's yeah. a price I'm happy with. So, yeah, I picked it up uh, probably a couple of years ago, and I really enjoyed it. Just going through it, and oh well, the thing is, is I've I I have seen everything about it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, at, at this point. Yeah, so if you know the narrative, it's you've. Yeah. Well, yeah, Do you know the narrative. Is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know the entire thing. I know exactly what happens. I know the, yeah, I know everything that happens in between the, the start and the end. Yeah. So it, it's not like I'd be missing out on anything, but at the same time, it's just like if if that comes to Switch and it was already thirty dollars on prior release when it was on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, mm. whatever. What's it going to be when it hits the Switch? Is it going to be forty dollars? Is it going to be fifty dollars? I don't, I don't care. If yeah, it's good that point. Price. Yeah, I don't care if it's that price. It's stupid. It's a dumb price. Ideally, I would hope it's thirty dollars just to be like, just to be on even par. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't. A, g- a game like that. To be fair, a game like that. At least, um, at least say Batman. That will last. That will last you ten hours. Yeah. And I mean, uh, at least, like price differences aside, because I realise that mm. most people are in different countries. But thirty dollars here for us is that's a lot, you know. Uh, conversions, like conversions wise, that's a lot. We pay we pay one hundred dollars for most of our games. Mm. Uh, Switch titles have been pretty good. They're Mo- about eighty physical. Most of us are savvy enough to get them for about seventy eighty though. Yeah. So yeah, we're not stupid. You know, yeah. we, we look for the right price. It's only EB Games. If you go anywhere else, you go to Target, JB Hi-Fi. Whatever yeah. you'll get them for cheaper. The RRP is yeah. one hundred, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the recommended yeah. retail price is one hundred for most games, except Switch. Switch's RRP at eighty or mm. ninety for a third uh, party. Yeah, so yeah, N- Nintendo games are eighty dollars. Where's third party? Uh, which yeah. is not bad. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, it's it, weird how that scale works, because stuff like Pokken is ninety dollars. Yeah, because yeah. it's not considered a first-party game because it's published by a Pokemon company. Yeah, yeah. So there's some weird workarounds like that, but well, I mean, uh, it just it typically means that we get our Switch games if we look for the right prices on launch for about mm. sixty-eight. I mean, I got no option because I buy my games digitally. But <laughs> yeah, that's your problem, friend. That is my problem. I, I um, I uh, I just I, I can't I, I I like the idea of having everything on one console, but realistically, I'm just like, there's no way. There's no way, I, in the end, I'm going to be able to fit all these eShop titles and all these AAA titles on my Switch. It's not going to happen. Hmm. I might buy one or two AAA titles uh, for carry around, like Smash Brothers. I'm super considering it uh, because that is a game that I would never put down anyway, and it'd just be handy to have it on the thing. Uh, but the other, the other consideration in the fact is, is that um, I have, I think I have ten physical co- physical copies now. Yeah, ten. I've got three because I. There's some games where I'm like, uh, oh, I don't want to download that. <laughs> no, not even that. I'm just like, oh, I could. That's 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 actually really cheap. That's twenty dollars saving. Okay, that's worth the twenty dollars saving. Stuff like Mario Plus Rabbids. I knew once I finished that, I don't need it on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you know stuff like I'm super happy I got Splatoon, Arms, Mario Kart, stuff like that on the Switch because I'm just like between Arms, like, I'm between them all the time. Okay. Whereas, yeah. it, whereas if I was like, I want to play Arms, Arms is on the shelf. I've got to get up. You know, just just dumb shit like that. I got to get up, just yeah. take it out the dock, put it in. And look, yeah, no, I absolutely get it. But I just think, I just think it's like uh, the thing is, is and this is coming back to the eShop. Is it's like if I find something nice on the eShop, I want to download that, hmm. and I want to, I want to keep that on my console. Yeah. I, I don't particularly want to shelve out right now for an SD card that's going to cost me upwards of two hundred dollars for a decent storage space. No, yeah, actually, I got mine. Um, was it was it was it a Boxing Day sale? Yeah, hundred dollars for two fifty six. Yeah, and that's a Boxing Day sale. Yes, so that was good. I was happy with that. Do you know what um, I mean? Yeah. Just going back to Firewatch. Uh, so, is that's probably one of the more uh, recent like narrative driven games. Like, um, we've had we've seen a lot of interesting stuff come to Switch. Say, you know, two D platformers, a lot of indie games. But I'm really excited. Um, to hopefully see more games like Firewatch come to the Switch. Yeah, look, uh, uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing against Firewatch from what I said earlier. You know, I'm sure it, it, it does have a decent narrative, mm. um, and you know that's that's a game I think, especially when we, we watch the initial trailer because we watch E3 together pretty much every year unless something manages to get in the way, and we saw that and we we're like, oh, it looks cool, you know, sort of. Yeah. Thing. 
and like I, I've never dropped that opinion. It, it, it's it's cool. It's got a nice narrative and stuff like that, but it's just a bit too short for me to spend forty bucks. Anyway, my point being, um, I do want to see more games like that come to the Switch absolutely because I think like they're good chill games, and they're not something that I have to play on the TV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's that's why they released them on mobile. Yeah, you you put put a pair of headphones on, you know, on the couch, just crawl up, play that, just get immersed in it. Yeah. It's like it's like reading a book or reading a comic book. Yeah, it, th- that's what they're like. They're not they're anti stress. They're you know. Yeah, because I've just come hot off the heels of a uh, life uh, life is strange before the storm, and that game really like just friggin. I enjoyed it so much. The story just drew me right in, and I'm sort of at the moment. I'm just like, I want more games, like to like this. Give yeah. me a fucking awesome story that I'm going to remember. As long as they're not sixty-eight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, so I was like, I really want more games like this on the Switch. Just um, games with powerful stories. Well, and when I saw Firewatch is coming, I'm like, okay, that's good. That's a good start. Hopefully, more stuff like this comes over. A good start. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, I just think. Um, I just think, especially when it comes into regards to Telltale, because Telltale hold most of these titles that are like, oh, this has a really good narrative and all that stuff. Mm, so uh, what they've been doing the last decade. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm just thinking of stuff like, you know, Wolf Among Us was fantastic. I'm still waiting for season two of that. It's coming. <laughs> they announced it was coming before uh, shit went uh, crap there. but <laughs> Shit went crap. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that, they announced it when they had layoffs and that, so I don't know what's going on so there. It's been so long. It's been so long, and I'd love to see. I'd love to see a collection of one and two on Switch. That'd be fantastic. I would buy that for sixty bucks. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I would buy that for sixty bucks. I wouldn't buy a. I wouldn't buy season one for sixty bucks. I would buy both of them for sixty. Mm. You know, just just little things like that. I think. It's, um, if if you're gonna if you're gonna ask a price like that, you know. It's got to be a good game, and I'm not saying they're not good games, but the di- like the difference between that and say, you know, something bigger like Mario Odyssey, Odyssey or something like that. It's not it's not far off the price of that. No, you know, no, that, it's, yeah, under twenty dollars <laughs> off of it. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at from looking at it from that perspective, it's like uh, uh, I understand that it's probably harder to get stuff on the eShop or it won't make as much money anywhere else. Maybe. Maybe that is the case, uh, but that doesn't mean that, you know, upping the price is going to make people accept it. No. You know, pe- people were going to want to buy it in the cheapest place they can because it's a video game. Because hmm. whoever, I, whoever I say it to, everyone just laughs, like $62, fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, but, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of money. So, Bryce, you buy heaps of games on the eShop. I do. You've got a Steam account. I do have you a Steam d- account. Uh, how's your backlog? Um, <laughs> because um. I'll, I'll just start with mine. Like t- this year, you know, want to save some money. You know, just bought a house or whatever. Got to save my money. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to just buy every game that. How's that going for you so far? It's going good. Going good. No, it's going good. You think? So like you you know how like oh Far Cry Far Cry Five's out this week I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that you know it's exciting everyone's talking about it then you know a week goes by or two weeks go by you know people move on to the next thing you forget about it as well drops to the wayside goes into your backlog (laughs) so I'm doing as much as I can to be like all right I'm not getting sucked into hype I'm only gonna play games that I really want to play and that I should play you know to talk about on this podcast yeah. Which I've uh, failed the last few weeks because it's been busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um. I mean, if we're talking about uh, we're talking about uh, an overall backlog as a, as a, as a Steam uh, as a Steam account holder. See, I don't even count my Steam account because yeah. it's just like <laughs> you get given shit. It's like no, no. <laughs> I mean, I have over three hundred games in my Steam library, and I can guarantee you, most of them are finished. <laughs> You know, there's that, and then you know, I, I haven't even finished a bunch of Switch titles. Yeah, I, even I, my I've Switch backlog is getting a bit, you know, sad now. Well, it's because I look, I look at the eShop, and then I'm like, hey, this this seems cool. I want to get this. I want to get this. I want to get this. Oh, this came out again. I want to get this. No, and hmm. you know, backlog backlog is forever going to drive me nuts. Yeah. You know, I've got so many games ranging back from God knows when. 
Like I was still going to finish. Yeah. So what I've done with my backlog is I've written all the platforms and I've listed all the games I want to play. And as I play them, I'm going to cross them off. And I've list- also listed the games coming out this year that I really want to play. Right. So like the, the important games. So I'm not just going to go, oh, New Call of Duty's out this week. Oh, I guess everyone's talking about that. I better get it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how I go with that. Yeah. I've got a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm just, look, I'm, I'm waiting for E3. I'm waiting for E3. That's yeah. going to tell me a lot. Do you know what I mean? It t- it tells it, It's going to tell me how much money I'm going to be spending this year. Mm. Um, I I know there's you know a lot of people were like under under the duress of like Sea of Thieves and stuff like that. It's like yeah, cool, looks good. I'm not I'm not too interested. Mm. Um, and I, I I fell into the Monster Hunter pit kind of because I was just like you know what looks good. I want to play it. Falling into the pit. Falling into the pit, and it's exceedingly hard to get a copy of that goddamn game around this place. It, it's most of the time I see it like I see it or like in a catalogue or something it's gone hmm. so I managed to price match it got it got it for cheaper than what EB Games is willing to shill out w- willing to want me to shill out for it what, 110 110 Jeez. I got it for 79 I'm like cool got it and I don't have to worry about finding a copy ever again because I remembered how much of a pain in the ass it was to find a copy of Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate back in the Wii U days that was a pain in the ass enough. So I was like, all right, well, I've got it now. I can play it at my own leisure. I don't have to, I don't have to smash it. You know, I've got people that are, that are happy to play with me, even though I'm lower level or whatever, they don't care. And that's, that's fine. Mm. Um, but my, my worry is that E3 this year, um, we're going to get, I, th- I think we're going to get a steady flow of announcements and release dates, uh, for the most part. I don't think there's a there's I don't think Bayonetta three or Metroid Prime four are going to be out this year, but Smash is definitely out this year. They've made that very abundantly clear. Um, you know, there's going to be a bunch of uh, eShop titles, and they've got a they've got a lot of stuff to sort of break into the mold a little bit. Um, we've already got uh, some info this year of stuff we can buy. Like you know, there, there was there was Kirby, looks great. Don't want to put eighty bucks on it. I can't say that anymore. <laughs> Can't say that enough about Kirby. <laughs> I feel so bad. That's the only thing we're, we're saying about it because we haven't played it. We can't. Oh no, 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 no! Talk about it, but no, don't don't get me wrong. Like again, it it is. As Kirby, a, yeah, as we said, got to save our cash. Look, Kirby. K- Kirby's a good series, and I'll say it again. I enjoyed Kirby heaps as a kid on the Game Boy Pocket. I loved it. I played Kirby's Adventure to death. Uh, and it wasn't the last one you played, was it? No, it wasn't. No, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm saying that's like that's my roots with Kirby. Yeah, you know, I, I've played it since I was young. Uh, but eighty dollars? No, I'm not going into that again. Uh, I just think it. I just think it's the same thing, and it's the same thing with Yoshi this year. It's eighty dollars. Don't think so. I love Yoshi games to death as well. Played them just about as long you as probably I probably love Yoshi games more. I do. You're always going on about the. Uh, Jesus, the N64 one. Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's Story. Yoshi's Story, yeah. You know, they, they were... Whoa, great games. Oh, I love Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Just... Island. I remember the hype for Yoshi's Island too when it was announced. It was incredible. It was... <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, my God. It was so good. But, you know, I'm, I still got... I, I, I'm definitely going to be picking up Hyrule Warriors. Yes. You know... Yeah. Uh, because it's Zelda and it's it's a Koei Tecmo <laughs> Warriors game. And you're a goddamn sucker for those. I'm a fucking sucker for them. Mm. I still haven't finished Fire Emblem. Just, yeah. just kill me now. That's sort of the funny thing for me personally. There's not uh, a lot from Nintendo, uh, at least the first half of the year, that I'm super excited about. Just it's a lot of um a lot of ports and uh, whatever. So th- that's fine. Like you know, but I have you know, played those on. We use, so I'm not too worried. But uh, I think coming into June onwards for me is going to be really exciting. Starting off with Mario Tennis Aces, really yeah. looking forward to that one. Uh, Captain Toad is actually a game I didn't play on Wii U, so very keen to get done on Switch. Oh, I'm not going to bother with it. You know, <laughs> nah. I I always wanted to get it, but it's also one of those games where <laughs> we got what, what everyone's going to take away from this is we are a bunch of tight asses. We are obviously the tightest. <laughs> The tightest ass podcasters 
<laughs> out there. All we do is talk about how we're not spending full price. Well, no, I think I think it's important to address stuff like that yeah. because a lot of people they drive off the hype. You know, they're like, hey, you know, this is exciting. This is coming mm. out. We're going to talk about this and stuff like Good that. Good point. And, yeah, yeah. But at the I, same time, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are like, this game is great, but they're they're you know game journalists who got a code. Yeah. Look and like. You, they didn't spend their own money on it. You've got to be realistic about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't sit there and you can't be like, and again, you know, you would harken back to the Batman Telltale game. You're just like, can I realistically spend $68 on this when it's 30 elsewhere? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's you know, not thinking about that kind of thing and not, not treating that as a possible thing. If, you're, if your pockets are lined with cash and you can just rip out a $50 note and just throw it at a person <laughs> and just be like, here you go, fetch me a glass of water then by all means you, you buy whatever you want I'm not, I'm not here and in control of your money but if you want a realistic enough view to say hey look you know is, is this really going to be worth your $80 or is it better spent off somewhere else I think that's important to talk about yeah for sure you know what I mean you, you go to look at a game review a game review is going to tell you pretty much almost always what you want to hear unless um, you know uh, they're paid out or whatever but at the same time <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, don't get into that. No, I'm not going. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch touch that base. No, go, keep, keep going. Um, <laughs> I, but look at looking at it from the perspective that um, like video games are different in monetary value for everyone, depending on what you want. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. What if you're willing? To, if you're willing to, if you're willing to pull out eighty bucks and pay eighty bucks for Kirby, then that's that's you. You know what I mean? But. Um, Looking at it from a point of view of just the raw basics of it, you know, the content, the amount of effort that would have went into yeah. the game and stuff See, like that. See, I'm, I'm not too worried about the length. So it could be two hours or 20 hours. I'm not that fast. But just going, going, I know what Kirby games are like. You sort of just float, literally <laughs> float through them. Like, and you don't, I don't feel like it's like, oh, I remember that level in Mario where, you know, the sun chases you in the. Super Mario Bros. 3 like you know there's really iconic moments in that game and some bits are hard and like yeah I feel feel like there's a lot more I guess a little more little more meat to it yeah now the thing is it's like uh, just just thinking about what you said for a second like you said like I don't care if it's 2 hours don't care if it's 20 hours but would you pay $40 for 2 hours $40 per hour of entertainment for 2 hours it it depends on what it is. If it's like if it's taking taking consideration the gen- consideration the general ra- wage we earn at our job at the moment is about twenty five dollars an hour. That's an hour and a half's worth of pay per hour that you pay for that entertainment. It, it's it's definitely pushing it. I probably would wait for a sale. It's a it's a realistic view. But I that's I, what I, that's what I'm trying to put out there. I also don't think video games should be priced just on no just on length if you know what I mean no absolutely not there's got to be quality there but at the same time you're not going to find much quality in two hours be realistic about that do you know what I mean you might be like oh that was a really sad movie length story that went for two hours it's like that was great sure but then you think about it you're like hey I could have had a like an optional ending story for the same price that could have been an also great game Mm. you know for for the same price no, Bryce, I agree with you. I'm a tight ass as well. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I yeah. It's just thinking about the eShop and like how, <laughs> you know, the stuff that's on there for the price it is. You know, you, you got to be realistic about it. In the end, it is it is your money. You you want to spend it the best way you can. So, invest mm. in something that's worth your time and your money, and it's going to give you, mm. you know. I mean, electricity and food. It's important, so <laughs> yeah. Well, make sure you pay. So. <laughs> you know, if you don't pay your electricity, you can't charge your switch. So where are you at then? Yeah, or power your internet router. You could always eat dirt. <laughs> you could. I tell you what, you do that and let us know how it goes. I'll do that for a month. See so how before goes. we went back on a rant to our um, <laughs> money topic, let's just do a fucking video game finance podcast. What should we call that? The fucking just call it the Bank of Mario. I don't know. <laughs> corporate shilling of Mario yeah you don't want us giving you bloody finance advice <laughs> but we were veering to E3 this year Bryce so that's that's coming up quicker than you think it is too well yeah it's April it's two months away Um, so we know Smash Bros is coming is it April? it's April mate Jesus 
What do you think it was? I don't know. I just completely just didn't even think about that for a second. You just zoned out. It was Easter, remember? Easter? Yeah. 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 April Fool's Day. Remember April Fool's Day? Yeah, I never got fooled. That's probably why I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> you can't fool you. No, I'm the unfoolable. Mm. So, hopefully some announcements. We're not going to... We'll probably do an episode in the future which is predicting and doing fun things with E3. But just real quick, do you think they'll have... Uh, a big game apart from Smash Bros later on this year so no Pokemon no Metroid I dare say but do you reckon they're going to pull like an Animal Crossing or something fun like that out uh, I don't uh, I'm I'm still in two ways about Animal Crossing there was a um, camp there was a uh, article didn't read the article like a lot of people don't these days but it was saying that they're doing something to the Animal Crossing site maybe preparing for a new game maybe I don't know that could be a lot of shit too it could it could just be smashing out pocket camp stuff you know you don't know yeah the the thing the thing is is like um, I appreciate Nintendo trying to break into the mobile market so well but I feel like pocket camp probably isn't a great way to promote the health of your actual mainline games mm. Because there is a lot of in in pocket. I know it's not a traditional Animal Crossing game, but Pocket Camp is the essentials of an Animal Crossing game, and that's interacting with people and yeah. you know, whether they be virtual or actual people, you know, whether they be NPCs or actual people. Um, so I I don't know whether they're just going to stick with more Pocket Camp or what they're going to do. Um, it's really hard to actually name what's going to happen. We still need to hear about the Fire Emblem title. We do, yeah. You know, yeah. That that's also going to be big. That's going to be a massive thing. That Fire Emblem title, because uh, considering the past history of like Awakening being a freaking amazing game, and you know, Fates following it, but probably wasn't as popular, but it 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 held the same values. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. As Awakening did, uh, and then we had Echoes, their controversy. <laughs> Apart from that controversy that was going on with Echoes. The uh, DLC. Yes. Yeah. Apart from the controversy that was going on with Echoes, the actual game was good. Mm. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, people have been waiting for a return for Fire Emblem. And I think it's going to be a big return. I think it's going to be a good return. And I hope that they kind of follow the way that the 3DS games with and how they handled relationships and stuff like that and marrying off characters to each other and them having children... Mm. it was good it was really good and I you know I hope that they continue that with the Switch version mm. the question is is will we see that this year uh, you know um, I'm going to say yes why not you know what I I, I think oh, it's a possibility I think, so. yeah. I think it's a possibility mm. I'm not going to say 100% yes but I think I think they already have most of the assets there that they need do mm. you know what I mean yeah I'm not a, I'm not a huge Fire Emblem guy just because I'm not into that sort of turn-based strategy grid sort of combat but I'm not either but the story the story gets yeah me. um awakening on 3ds really drew me in it's like just for the presentation like those anime cutscenes are just gorgeous and what what they'll be able to do on switch is just gonna look phenomenal oh yeah yeah because yeah, they, they weren't really doing that sort of presentation back on the gamecube and Wii, were they no it was a bit more yeah the, well they, they really leaned into the anime sort of they did yeah yeah the the thing is is like a, I know that I know that Fire Emblem games have always had like a pretty prominent story, but it just felt like with the three DS with the three DS games they just it felt more like it came to life. Uh, it's the three D effect, bros. <laughs> Please don't. <It's>... No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, um, no, I th- I feel like they I feel like they really came to life and they they pushed more about making the characters more of an emotional like an emotional push point and you got to it felt like you got to know the characters a lot more uh in that sense yeah um i felt like you know helping building their relationship with other characters and stuff like that was a lot more meaningful in some ways and i i don't know i just think there's something that uh fire emblem's on a good path at the moment like a really good one and i feel like um it's on a path of radiance I'm a good host I just drew this podcast to an absolute standstill (laughs) 
I I just don't know whether to continue or slap you anyway. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I I think I think that could be the. Uh, I know I understand that there's more of a meat of a game to it, but that could be more like the narrative thing that you might be looking for, because there is a lot of background character building outside of them combat scenes. You know, you've got character interactions and relationships and stuff like that, and I mean they have that stuff in. Uh, like Xenoblade, for example, they had that, but uh, in Fire Emblem, there is way more of that. Mm. You know what I mean? Every character has an interaction with each other, pretty much, and you know they have their own conversations. Where yeah, you make them breed. They're completely unique. Yeah, they breed. God, you can go marry Crom and then meet your children from the future who've come through a portal. Mm. How cool is that? Oh, uh, it was, it was, it was kind of a twist for me. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I think uh, I think the other thing that Fire Emblem does really well, and I think most people can agree on this, is they make very is is Fire Emblem creates very mer- memorable characters. Um, like I, I know I know that it got late into the scene. The first introduction we got of, of Marth was on Melee on the GameCube, and stuff like that, but. In saying that, how memorable of a character is Marth now, despite the fact he still doesn't have a damn English voice. <laughs> He's still, like, pretty much Japanese-exclusive voice, but everybody knows who Marth is now. Do you know what I mean? Um, and nobody will ever forget that. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Ike is also getting... He's, he's still not quite there, but I, I think he's on the same level. I would argue that Krom is probably more recognisable than what Ike is yeah, nowadays. I think so. Because Krom is... You know, he 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 came from what was a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. game. Not well, saying that Path of Radiance wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> most of, most of those characters have Smash Bros to thank for being so recognizable and relatable. I I think I think the importance of Smash Bros was mainly that hey, it's uh it's here now. Uh, this is Fire Emblem, and these are the characters. Please be nice to them. Treat them with welcoming respect. And everybody <laughs> picked them up, and they're like, hey. These characters are kind of cool. Why, have we, why haven't we seen this? And so they were like, "Hey, let's test the waters a bit." So they did that, and it worked well. Mm. It worked really well. Um, and then when Awakening came out, that just sealed the deal forever. We're always going to get Fire Emblem now. How crazy is that? That they were pretty much on the last legs. Go, okay, this is going to be the last Fire Emblem game, unless it sells really well. And guess what? It sold really it well. Sold really damn well because awesome. Awakening was a good game. Thank God. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like when Awakening came out, the 3DS was just on a roll, wasn't it? It blew up. <laughs> it's awesome. It blew up, yeah. and I'm glad it did because, like, and I, I, I have never finished Awakening, but it restarted it 500 times because I always want to see what things I want to do differently. You know what I mean? And I will get around to finishing it, but I've always made it close to the end, and then I'll put it down. And then I'm like, why didn't I finish it? Pick it back up again. I'm completely lost where I am, so I go back and I restart again, and you know, it's back and forth. It's back and forth. Um, but, um, like if, if anything, yes, Smash Bros did really, did really push it into, you know, the West, but it, it only has its own, own self to thank for its growth. And I'm really glad yeah. that it's, it's evolved and everyone likes those sword men. Everybody does <laughs> like them sword men. Everybody likes Marth. Everybody likes Ike. We like Ike. We do like Ike. We do like Ike. Do you like Ike? Let us know in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we think Fire Emblem's coming this year. Why not? Let's just put it that there. I think so. Yeah. Why not? Um, but in in terms of other first party titles, I think I think I might be a bit too hard to draw a conclusion. Uh, you know, Pokemon might be coming. Uh, if it does come, I'd be very very concerned. Um, I'll be concerned but excited. I'll be like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think Pokemon needs work before it comes to the Switch, and if it, if they're just gonna shelve it out, shelve I'm, it. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna be. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be shelved. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not really interested unless they put the effort in, and that's sad to say because I I goddamn love Pokemon, but they they're getting worse, mm. and it's it's not improving. Um, uh, Bayonetta three and Metroid are the two watches on my list. Um. I, <laughs> Apart from Smash Bros, we all know that Smash Bros is pretty much my main priority at this point. Yeah. Do you think there are any more uh, ports to be announced for this year? 
you reckon like a like the Metroid Prime trilogy could be uh, announced for Switch I think Port it, or something? I think it could. In pre- yeah, preparation? Yeah. I really do think it could because the thing is, is yes, you know, we had the trilogy on the Wii and that was fantastic, but by God, if we don't need it again, <laughs> yeah, we do need it again. And I would buy the shit out of it. With analog stick controls and... Yeah, yeah. and motion controls if you want them. Yeah, sure, yeah. You Got know, the option. Yeah. Uh, it's... We we have the ability to do that. We have we have the technology. We have the technology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I th- I think I think it does need I think it does need to come to the switch, and I think it needs to be sooner rather than later. So I, you know what, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to bet against that. I think that could be a thing. Um, I'd be very happy if it did. I'd be thrilled, 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 thrilled. As long as it's fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen dollars. Look, I I would pay. I would I would pay eighty dollars for three games. I would pay eighty three eighty dollars for three games. Mm. Well, you probably have to have to bring it. So that's good. <laughs> you know, it, it is th- in the end. It is three games, and then Bayonetta three. You know, I'm I'm in prep for that at the moment. Uh, luckily enough, I have one and two on Switch because it was a good idea to port that. Because well, hey, look, you know, uh, and I'm just as excited for that. Honestly, um, Bayonetta two got stellar reviews, and I'm I'm yet to play through it completely to understand why. But we'll we'll see, we'll mm. see. I think either way, Bayonetta is going to turn out to be a pretty stellar game. Yeah, Bayonetta two is a game on my backlog, which I will play on Wii U. Really should play the first one as well. Yeah, I know I should, but you know, you you miss out on half the shit if you don't. Yeah, I know, but you know that's another fifteen twenty hours. Oh. Which I don't have. <laughs> oh, you mean the fifteen twenty hours you could have had in the last five years owning it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I was too busy playing Smash Bros. Or yeah, doing something else. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's unfortunate, but you should go back to it. Yeah, I I, I understand that it's not every. I, I understand that. Like, I'm not saying I don't want to, Bryce. You should though. I'm not saying I don't want to. You should. You should. <sighs> Well, this show's been sort of all over the place, Bryce, but you reckon we should end it? Well, yeah, we probably should. Um, yeah. But I, I think I think the uh, Too Long Didn't Read, <laughs> the Too Long Didn't Read version of this is, is that um, <laughs> the, e-shop, the e-shop needs to adjust itself. We need to, we need to see improvements on pricing. Some, yeah, some developers need to uh, think about their pricing, whether it's going to alienate uh, people. Yeah, literally. That's, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Because um, stuff like Rocket League and that came out, that was the same price, and it went gangbusters. Oh yeah, but Rocket League is in a league of its own. So Rocket League is a damn good game. Yeah, um, and then uh, E3 this year is going to be exciting, uh, and I'd like to see what they what they've got in store for us. Will we see? Will we see Trilogy Maker return? Metro Prime Trilogy Maker return? Hope will the we... hope the Muppets make a return. Yeah, that's what I miss. I I really miss them doing their sort of really weird sort of presentations like lately it's just been like a normal presentation but I really, I, I love the robot chicken that was the robot chicken <laughs> where's mother 3 god it was <laughs> good that was brilliant <laughs> yeah and the the muppets wasn't quite as good but god that that was very well the robot chicken well. thing was really good um mainly because like i th- i think most people even even people who support mother 3 they they kind of took the mickey on that though <laughs> Yeah, you know funny. what I mean? They were just like, stop making fun of us. I don't think they were like that at all. I think they were just kind of like, eh, yeah, but where is it though? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. You can't really shoot lasers at me. Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bryce, where can they find you on Twitter? On the the, the twiddles. Uh, Twitter. You can find me at, at Bryce DeWitt. You can find me at iDruby and the House of Mario at the House of Mario. Join our Discord community where you can speak to some lovely people. Unless you're talking to Bryce, he's not too lovely. What the fuck? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so rude. Uh, I could you lovely at the start of the episode, but I just I'm a hypocrite, don't I? <laughs> just flip flopping all over the place. Yep, like a fish. <laughs> if you have the time, when or you enjoyed the show, uh, leave a review on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. Helps let us know what's going right or wrong with the show and helps us climb the charts from 1 million to 1 million and 1, I don't know. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Uh, and the show is also a part of the 8-Bit Collective. Uh, we are a collection of uh, podcasts and video content um, where we talk about all sorts of different things. Uh, there is podcasts ranging from D&D to World News to WrestleMania to TV to yeah, video games. The, yeah, the guys over um, 8-Bit Mania are just smashing their episodes this week because <laughs> there's heaps of wrestling stuff yeah, going on apparently. Yeah, yeah. massive, yeah. Uh, there was like previews and stuff like that coming out for all that stuff and their Twitter's just been... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's good, it's good. I like. It's good to see them active. Um, it's just unfortunate that most of that stuff moves with the with the timing of WWE news. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, there, there was a a couple of weeks ago or whatever. They they were really struggling to find um, get a cast together because it's so like spontaneous and yeah, it is. They've really got to follow that schedule. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I suppose when they get them out, they can get them out. Though. Yeah. So if you're into wrestling, go and check them out. Yeah, absolutely. there'll be a link in the show notes for those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, check out check out all of those all of those lovely people because they all run really good shows definitely do and you might see me on uh, a couple of them in the near future oh hey look you, look, you were in long ago no uh, hey, I've got to cut that out Bryce I don't know that yet shit yeah it's not out yet i got to oh. cut that out <laughs> damn <laughs> just, just no what you need to do is you need to just put a bleeping sound effect over over that ah do that <laughs> okay do that alright you guys don't know <laughs> You'll hear, you'll hear from him soon. Yeah, you'll see it soon. All right, guys, thank you very much. Oh, 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 Nintendo Jukebox. Oh, yes, we have a Nintendo Jukebox. Yeah, this week's Nintendo Jukebox is Sticker Brush Symphony by Ultimate D-Pad. Mm. It's, uh, it's mm. good. It's very good. Sounds like a... Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a bad pun, but I can't. Damn it. It sounds like a bush of a time. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that didn't work. Save the embarrassment and we'll end it here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this random episode, guys. <laughs> Catch you next week. Yeah. yeah just, uh...